This is AM Reviews. I'm Adrian. I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and all things superheroes. And whatever else interests us. Be sure to like AM Reviews on Facebook and check out our YouTube channel at AM Reviews. And follow us on Instagram at Moe's underscore TV16. And at just underscore Adrian underscore underscore. Which will be linked in our podcast. Thanks for listening. Today we're going to be reviewing the movie Dolomite Is My Name. Dolomite? Yeah, with uh, Eddie Murphy. I I think this is his biggest movie since... I don't know. When when was the last (laughs) time he had a big movie? Uh, Eddie Murphy. When was his last blockbuster? I mean, can you consider this a blockbuster since it's on Netflix? I'm not really sure. I think it's a blockbuster because it has so many key black actors, I guess, and comedians. Okay. okay. So this, this was supposed to be a, a really big draw. I think they put in a lot of work into this. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely a lot of work. I don't know if it would be hugely popular. I don't know if it is. I guess it's Eddie Murphy, so people are going to watch it because it's his face. But Yeah, yeah I, I mean, some people might good. pirate it, but. <laughs> uh, I wonder, yeah, a lot of people will. Yeah, this is Netflix. Um, and then you wonder how much. I mean, I, I guess they still make a decent amount of money. I know Netflix is in debt with their whole process, but um, how much money they actually get? Because I mean, Netflix is shared between so many people. You know, those free trials those add up. You know, lost dollars. Not like buying movie tickets. So, not maybe not pirated, but not everybody's paying to see this movie. Well, you might as well say it's pirated. Were you one of those people who kept doing the emails? I, <laughs> they got hit to it, so he had to put different cards in, too. Yes, I don't know how many people are actually paying to see this. Um, because wow. there are people Yeah, here. not too many. Yeah, yeah. Who, who's really looking for this? Um, but I'm mean, Murphy's huge. Yeah, yeah. And this is definitely a passion project for him. Um I saw some interviews he did. It was a character that he's wanted to play for a long time, Dolomite. You know, based on a true story of Rudy, Rudy Ray Moore. Um, yeah. So it was it was an interesting flick. And I guess his last big movie, um, technically, I'm going to say Shrek Forever After. Um, he had a few movies between then and now. He had um, Power Heist, A Thousand Words, and Mr. Church. None of these movies are classic Eddie Murphy. Yeah, I would agree. So, That's why I said he hasn't really done anything in a while. I guess. Uh, meet Dave. Oh, yeah. The alien thing, right? Well, you didn't remember in the moment, so it's... No. He's, oh, he's a robot. That was right. Yeah, he hadn't anything big in a minute. Yeah. Well, I would say this is one of his biggest ones in a long time. Yeah. And like you said, it was a passion project. Right. I think he had been working on it for about... 10 years and he was trying to get a studio to get onto it and sell it to, but nobody else got into it until he brought it to Netflix. Right. And I'll get into the synopsis. So in 1970s, Los Angeles, Rudy Ray Moore, which is Eddie Murphy's character is a struggling artist working in a record store, trying to get his music on the air and in the in-store radio station. Now, as far as uh, the cast, what do you think about them? 
I think it was really good casting. I think um, comparing them to the real people in real life was interesting. Um, but also, it was just it was a pretty funny cast. I think they played well on off, off of each other. Yeah, I, I think they all worked really well together. Well, some people probably didn't get as much time as you might think. I mean, this is a lot of black comedians who came together. But um, wait a minute. I don't know if this is like a misprint or anything, but Chris Rock, was he in this movie? I, I don't remember seeing him. Chris Rock, uh, was he in the movie? We, we would have noticed. He He's not in the movie. Hold Wait. It's on IMDb. Let me see. Well, I feel like, was he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. He was, um, gosh, was that his brother? Gosh, wow, it's been a minute since I've seen this movie. Yeah, um, too. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the movie, because um, I remember him in it, and I'm seeing pictures. Um, what was his character? That's a different question. Um, Bobby Vale, that's what his name was, but I'm not sure. Oh, the radio guy, the radio station in the back of, no, it wasn't, Snoop was the radio anchor in the back of the disc of the uh, record shop. He was the radio anchor in the middle of the movie when Dolomite was like, I have a movie, but I don't know when it's coming out. He was getting pissed. He was like, what do you mean it's not coming out? Um, and he had to pause the air. Then sent it to his brother, no, his cousin, who was the owner of a theater, and he put the movie in the theater. Okay, okay. That's it. Yeah, he had a small part. That was <laughs> very small. Very small part, but he was in the movie. Yes. Yeah. Um, so the main cast includes yeah, Eddie. I, well, he's not he's really the main cast. He, <laughs> he's a cameo. He shows up for like five <laughs> minutes. He does. He does. He basically tells Eddie Murphy, well, we can't tell this. <laughs> right, right. But um, Mike Epps, um, Craig Robinson, Titus Burgess, and Wesley Joy Randolph. Oh yeah, Wesley Snipes. He comes in towards the middle. He and Michael Key. Yeah, I actually liked his character for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's probably the most normal character he's ever, he's ever played. But he, uh, yeah, I, I think the character that he played is like accidentally funny. It's not like he's yes. going out there to be funny. Right, he's not telling jokes, but he's funny. Yeah, um, which works. <laughs> right. Yeah, it was it was an interesting cast, interesting movie. It's kind of it's really a biopic um, of Dolomite, who is not the average actor at the time, um, trying to make in the seventies an older actor, um, trying to make his own like kung fu film, producing it himself, um, being this huge personality. Um, and you really get to see Eddie Murphy at his best, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, with the acting, the singing, and right uh, the jokes. So Which were pretty funny. A little raunchy, but pretty funny. <laughs> A little raunchy. <laughs> <laughs> That's being that, kind. And that country song that he did. with a <laughs> <laughs> You got to watch the movie. It's pretty funny. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I think it's but Eddie R. Murphy. Yeah, it's rated R. Oh yeah, it has has to be followed. <laughs> F bombs, you know the the nudity, all that stuff. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> but you know what? True to film. Did you see the comparison at the very end, the credits? 
Yeah. It pretty good. Yeah, he he actually um a, a lot of those scenes and what happened in the movie actually happened in real life. Right. Um he, he tried to get it as close as it could be to what actually happened with uh the person who was Dolomite. I forgot his name. Um, Rudy, oh, Ray. Rudy Ray Moore, no, of yeah. course. But <laughs> but um, in, in the beginning of the movie, Eddie Murphy, he's just a radio dude trying to make it in a, a radio store, trying to get his music put out there. But then there's this old bum that comes in and starts telling these raunchy jokes. And then he gets an idea. Let me go out and find this same guy that we just kicked out this old bum mm-hmm. go around his crew and record all of their stories that they were telling <laughs> so so he just steals all their stuff i mean he kind of paid them but he he made it a lot bigger than what they thought it might be yes but the movie actually moved pretty fast but i think it it moved fast in a good way because usually yeah. whenever these biopics or um based on a true story uh movies yeah whenever they usually come out they always skip a lot of stuff that happens in the person's life now this probably did too but it kind of still focused on one part but it spread it out very well i think yeah yeah he, he goes from just the regular radio station guy to a performer and then a movie star but he right. struggles many times with because of the content that he's trying to sell. Nobody wants to put it out there. So it's vulgar. Yeah, it's it's very bad. Um, <laughs> and he goes from place to place selling his product and letting everybody know about it. But he puts on a very good act, and people start trying to get his product all over the place. Did you want to add on anything from there? No, that's a pretty good synopsis um, about it. I think he's the actual Rudy Ray Moore. I don't know if you can say he contributed a lot to film, but he definitely kind of took the James Brown approach of film in a time where it wasn't normal. Um, you know, there weren't many black actors on the screen at this time, people who weren't super skinny or super fit. Um, actually, I was looking at something this is a while ago. We were talking about the um, image of men and women in Hollywood now, and this extra buff, like muscular version, who is always a main character who never works out but looks great, um, is a kind of new thing in cinema. Um, in the 70s, 80s, and even 90s, um, the, main, the main actor, you know, white male. Um, but toned, but very skinny. Um, and this was the complete opposite of what Dolomite was. Um, kind of not your normal shape, very dark skinned, very old black man. <laughs> very old? I, I, he wasn't very think. old. He was in his 50s or 60s. If he was in it, he might have been in his 40s. You know, he lived a hard life. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Things I mean, the 40s back then is like 60s, 70s. That's. <laughs> Forty <laughs> back then was the sixties. <laughs> well, you know, I, as far as age, like that's you know that that look though, where you 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 lived a hard life and your skin looks like leather. That's where he was at. Even James Brown had that skin. Like it's just hard. Like I'd imagine if you touched it, it's probably squeaked a little bit, and it was solid. 
Hey, the, <laughs> these were the pioneers that paved the way for all of us. They, they lived a hard life. They <laughs> had to struggle a lot. That's right. Harder Civil rights and everything. Business. That's right. <laughs> but you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> Took no days off. Never drank water. Always smoked cigarettes. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. As you can see, they were smoking inside of the movie theater. They were. A, a they public were. One. A public movie theater, just pulling out. Imagine today, you know, I would be the one. <laughs> God, you don't smell that? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know, trying to make them feel bad. <laughs> but back then, they used to act like it was normal. Like, just smoking right there with them. I mean, didn't say a word. I know the health standards weren't up to par back then. I know it wasn't no food store on cigarettes. Um, so it's amazing those people survived. But, you know, <laughs> nowadays, smoking <coughs> smoke on the sidewalk. <coughs> oh, my God. What is that smell? There's like a tobacco-free sign everywhere. Everywhere. You know, interestingly enough, the campus I'm on is not tobacco-free, and it really bothers me. Oh. Even though technically even campuses that are tobacco free you can't enforce it the police can't enforce that because it's not illegal to smoke they just don't want you to smoke on their campus but it's outside so who's going to enforce the rule when there's a rule you call the authority the authority outside is the police and the police will tell you uh <laughs> please buy your cigarette <laughs> well there's nothing they can actually do but it's like being on your somebody being on your property. You this legally is true, own that but, property. But how many how many resources do you want to give to make a guy stop smoking? <laughs> People if you are want dying. Cool to have that image. There's there's that real emergencies out here, so we're not going to waste our offices policing people who want to smoke. That's the reality of it. That's the reality of it. Um, but. Well, I actually, um, I want to cut in just here, but whenever I first, first got to Coastal, yeah, they had gazebos there, and I, people were I've smoking heard. there. But I think the next year, like my sophomore year, they got rid of all of them, and they got right. all the tobacco-free stuff. I mean, people right. were still smoking, and I was thinking, like, oh, well, should I? No, no, I shouldn't say anything. But <laughs> <laughs> it's even a little good cough, good heavy cough. When you walk by, funny thing is, all these people who see these commercials about all the effects that smoking can have on you, yet people still smoke at listen, probably the highest rates ever. Listen, these kids today think these vaping commercials are graphic because they're puppets. I remember I was a smoker <laughs> for 25 years. <laughs> My tip to you. Just remember, cover your stoma when you sneeze. <laughs> I was a beauty queen. Remember that one? Yeah. <laughs> there's it's so, there's bad. so many warnings. Well, listen, just still do there it. is nothing more awkward than watching that old 2010 smoking campaign next to a smoker. It was. I'm telling you, it's nothing more awkward than watching that commercial next to somebody who you know smokes. <laughs> it just the room goes quiet and, and no one's. Yeah, they 
It probably feels very uncomfortable. It's, everybody in the room feels uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, those commercials did not. I don't. They discuss. I couldn't eat. You know, I used to eat watching TV. I was like, oh, oh god, <laughs> why did they have to show that? Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's I mean, my mom was like, gosh, I get it, Lord. <laughs> need to have that on TV. They're trying to make sure you don't smoke, but the message is not getting through. It is not. These kids vaping. These little Muppets. <laughs> what is that going to do? Little Muppets. <laughs> Tell you to stop vaping. I mean, it's really God. funny. But, um... <laughs> Bring back the stones. <laughs> I don't get those kids to stop puffing. But uh, oh, back God. to Dolomite is my name. Dolomite didn't care about that, though. No. He, <laughs> I don't think. He didn't actually smoke. smoke. I don't think no. he smoked. No. Everybody around him did, so he might as well have. Yeah. I think a lot of the actors, they played off each other very well. Um, this is probably one of the best comedic movies that I've seen in a while. I would agree. It is... It had a very good story. It wasn't like Saturday Saturday Night Live comedy, you know, which I love. But you know, Melissa McCarthy doesn't need to be in everything that's funny. Um, you know, she's in a superhero movie on Netflix. What's that? I forget what it's called, but it's um, it's, it's not, not a part movie. of any. <laughs> it's not a part of any universe, but it's Melissa McCarthy and Olivia um, Spencer. No. Octavia Spencer? Oh, Octavia Yeah, yeah Octavia. I was getting them all messed up. Um, but they are two superheroes, so this is behind-the-scene uh, photos from that. I forget what it's called, but we'll talk about that one later. Is it a uh, Netflix original? I believe so. Okay, yeah, we definitely have to check it out. Now, think to yourself, two years ago, would you say a Netflix original? Hmm, I'll look into that. <laughs> you wouldn't have. <laughs> You can say what you want, but Netflix is on the rise. <laughs> it, they may be on the rise in content, but they're losing money. Oh, yeah. They're paying people like Eddie Murphy with people sharing seven accounts. Like, well, from what I hear, they're like $10 billion in debt. Right. They haven't made money in a long time. Ever. I haven't mean, ever made money, actually. <laughs> since they stopped putting out DVDs in the mail. It's pretty much. <laughs> haven't made money since. You know. <laughs> Okay, four devices be online at once. Well, people got different schedules. I'm still sharing that password with 10 people. <laughs> <laughs> and still sharing it. Well, recently, I think they said that they are going to put a stop to that. But I don't know how. How? how? <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a way to try to get more people to buy more subscriptions without oh, raising the pay. But right. still... They, they're in a bad place because there's all these other streaming services coming out right. with their own. Disney content. Plus has money to wipe their butt with. <laughs> Disney is out here with a streaming service just because. I think they have like four original things. Well, maybe maybe look five or six original things on Disney Plus. But they know the money is coming from stuff they've already filmed, so they're not they don't have the same problems that Netflix has, unfortunately. And give it a year. This Disney stuff is on Netflix. Contracts are going to end. Not going to be renewed. <laughs> Netflix subscription is going to go down. I would have cried. If I was the CEO of Netflix, I'd resign right now. No. Because what do you do? What do you do? People only watch Netflix for a handful of things. And Disney's a big handful of things. 
Yeah, D- Disney is a big handful of things, but I've heard some people kind of complain about some of the stuff that's on there right now, but I think it'll get better as we go on. How do you complain about stuff you knew already existed? That's what I don't get. People complain about Disney Plus. It's overrated. What'd you expect? It's everything you've ever seen. It's not, no one said it was new. Maybe you got, the, maybe you didn't watch the commercial right. No one said this would be new stuff. It's reruns because that's what it is. Well, they, they do have some, some original stuff on They there. do. I've been watching The Mandalorian. Um, that's a pretty good one based off of Star Wars. But these people saying it's overrated, I don't understand them. Oh, so you say it's good, so I'm definitely going to watch it then. Oh, yeah. I think you – honestly, I'm not a huge fan of Star Wars, but The Mandalorian um, has some nice action. Um, and then I watch, like, a YouTube breakdown of the episode, and I'm like, oh, that's what that was relevant. But because it's an original, it's not – like heavily dependent on the movies it's his own story in between two of the films two of the older ones okay that's, that's good to hear because i do not keep up with star wars and i don't intend to so i'll watch right. it whenever i get some time we, we've gone way off topic i know we're talking about the night and not disney plus or netflix um, <laughs> but um dolomite is it's a very good movie, I have to say. I really have to give credit to Eddie Murphy, the cast and crew. Um, I really like the, the, the I can't even say it, the cinematography of the movie, the way it's filmed, the way they set it up, the setting. It had that 1970s look. Oh, yeah. It was definitely, they did a really good job of making it feel like the 70s. Yeah, and he had on those wild suits. Wild suits. Types of suits. Right. And also, I don't know if, about you, but looking at the pictures of actual, real Rudy Ray and looking at Eddie Murphy, why did he put the fat stomach on? <laughs> I don't understand. Did he just – Did he? does he think he can't be funny anymore if he's not wearing a fat suit because of his uh, his latest and greatest hits? Is that it? Because cause Rudy Ray was not fat. I don't know why they put the stomach on him. I, I did uh, see an interview with Eddie Murphy, and he was talking about how it was he was thinking about doing stand up again. Right. But from his recent work before Dolomite is my name, mm-hmm. it wasn't any of the stereotypical work that he had done before. Right. Reasons they weren't blockbusters. Yeah. So he was trying to get back in that mode. I don't know if the stomach was a part of that. <laughs> I'm starting but, to feel like it's his thing. He needs to wear a fat. He needs a channel. Eddie Murphy, 2003, The Clumps. It's going to be funny again. <laughs> he has to get his mind right, okay? Most people exercise his jumping jacks. He puts on 30 pounds of uh, play weight. Put, they put a, little, put a little stuff on his neck, make, him look, make his chin a little heavy, um, and then he can go out there and act. He needs to not look like himself. Because Eddie Murphy, whenever he like interviews, a very sharp guy. Yeah, yeah, very, very sharp. quiet. You know, he's hair. I mean, that I don't know who he must have his uh, his hairline tattooed on because it is never. It is sharp every time he's on TV. Not in his movies because he's playing the character, but if his movies are regular face, sharp, pinpoint, laser precision since '99. Like. I don't understand. Random observation. Um, well, I, I think he probably gets a haircut like every two days or something. I don't he, know. The barber must live in his basement. 
Because, I mean, it is on. I've demanded the same haircut since coming to America. And it's been perfect ever since. If it ain't broke. Don't fix it. I mean, it's not even a fake. It's just a perfect cut. Perfect cut. He does all his makeup and stuff. He does egghead. It's like like Tyler Perry and his beard. Perfectly trimmed. Perfectly shaded. But he does all this stuff with the suits on. It's weird. It's weird. But yeah, he put him the fat suit, maybe to challenge to channel his early early Eddie Murphy years for some reason. Um, but but actual Rudy Ray Moore was not fat. Yeah, and just to jump back to what you were saying, how he's sharp in interviews and everything yeah. as a comedian, he he is sharp. And compare that to let's say, um, what's the act? Uh, Marlon Wayans. Yeah. He is completely wacky all the time. I don't know what is the real him. I don't know if that actually is him or him acting. I don't, yeah, I think it's the real him. <laughs> I think he just said crazy all the time. Because <laughs> I'm like, when are you going to act serious? It, it seems like you are seriously on something. Like, you, you might be on some drugs or something, like some what hard is- drugs. And then, and then less extreme. Kevin Hart, right? He's always that personality. Even in his interviews, he's in the movies he plays. He's always Kevin Hart. He's not but, act. But he's um, loud. He, he's not like wacky. I, I, yeah, yeah. I guess Eddie Murphy channel, channels that Michael Jackson vibe. I can scream on stage, but when I go to the interview, I'm very quiet, you know, like to whisper like this, very proper. But we know he was just yelling, Shimon, girl, on the stage 15 minutes ago. So I don't you know. It's that old Hollywood, you know, personal, and that personas, right? They go in the back, put that wig on, and another man pops out. Um, you know, it's a good time. <laughs> That that is very true, but um, it really grinds my guess. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I like the parts where they were filming for the movie that he was trying to make, and he was talking about what he wants to include in there, like the kung fu and all this ridiculous uh-huh. stuff. I, I just like the mix of that. Maybe. I mean, I, I'm not really a fan of movies not making sense, but maybe movies should take that approach, you know, having some some really wacky stuff that doesn't always make the right sense, but it's enjoyable. Now you say that, but Melissa McCarthy does that in every film she does. I don't watch I don't, her movies. That is the wacky stuff. She's thrown in every... Every movie she's thrown and hit up against the wall. Every comedy movie she's in. And that's not perfect to the story. They just do it. <laughs> I, I think that's just like her signature. But it's, um, it's as, as far as, I, I don't know, I, I might be just blinded by this movie because of just how it worked. Because they were making a movie about making a movie. Right. But it just seemed like it, it just fit. In this movie, I don't know. Eddie Murphy knows what he's doing. Yeah, definitely. Um, I haven't watched any of his movies in a while because I guess since they have been blockbusters, I, right? I don't get any word about them. So, right? At least he's doing better than Martin Lawrence. He's not putting the fat suit, but we all know how he looks. <laughs> what? Then he go back to stand up? I think he did. I think he did. 
I don't know, his face is like has extra meat on it. It's not fat. It's just meat. Like I don't understand how. But his cheeks are so much wider. They're like quagmire. Like, <laughs> and I don't know why. So at least Eddie Murphy's kept his shape over the years. Yeah, yeah. He's he's in um pretty good shape I would think. He can still put on the fat suit. Yeah. Martin can't take it off. <laughs> His pockets got too fat, and um, he, he never slimmed down. <laughs> and then I was reading some comments on the Bad Boys 3 trailer, and they're like, so I guess Martin's going to be um, in the call center yelling for most of this movie. Because, <laughs> Mike! <laughs> That's the whole trailer. Mike! <laughs> you know what I bet? You know how... Uh, what's his name? The guy who did all the Taken movies. Yeah. Um, oh God. I forgot um, his name. Optimus Prime. Um, gosh. Oh, he was Optimus Prime. Thank you. Why did not? You didn't yet? know that? Come on. <laughs> I, I never Come looked on. behind. He's the not even changing his voice. <laughs> he just sounds like that. <laughs> That's true. I, I just didn't look behind. <laughs> But um, um, I, I keep wanting to say um, Christopher Nolan's Batman. Um, let me just look it up right now. No, you don't tell me. Uh, what is his name? <laughs> oh man, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Oh, how'd I forget yeah. that? Yeah, he's Optimus Prime. Okay. Autobots. But you know how in his movies, in in those Taken movies, every Taken movie after the first one, they had a whole bunch of cuts. Like you could tell that that was not him right. in the action scenes, especially right. you know, when there's somebody moving fast. Right. <laughs> That's how it's going to be for Martin Lawrence in Bad Boys. No, I don't think they're going to even try. I don't think they're going to try. He's going to be like, I'm not in the field anymore. I'll be my Twinkies behind the desk and be your tech guy. Then why do you have him in the movie? I mean, because <laughs> they have to. Will Smith is on a ten right now, and they said we got to make all the money on all the previous films. Okay, Martin, you were in this. We're gonna bring you back. We're gonna give you some money again. We know you're hungry. Okay, we're gonna bring it back. Uh, at this point, I don't see the reason to have him in the movie. Well, he's just gonna just die. for continuity. If you just if you just pretended and made him die, you know, fans would revolt. He has to be in it. Because, I mean, in Bad Boys 1 and 2, I mean, they were equal. You know. But at this point, he's worked in a check if he's not doing any action scenes. This is, I think he'll do some, just not much. I'm trying to think of a comparison of how much he'll do. But it's it's like, really, it's like um, Shuri in Black Panther. I mean, she was in the lab. Somebody came in. She busted him up real quick. Um, barely. Um, she did some action, and I think that's what we'll see from Martin. Yeah, but I mean, you. Most people, the general public, didn't know who she was. We've already they weren't some expecting background. it. Sure. Yeah, we've already had some background with Martin Lawrence. We've seen action scenes, and now you're gonna give us this. <sighs> Just, I, you know, we I haven't know. seen it yet. We haven't seen it yet. It but you can great. make a good judgment off of a trailer, so. My judgment from the trailer, I was like, this is a cash grab. This movie isn't going to be good at all. I think it will be good. I think Will's going to carry this one. Oh, yeah, he's going to have to. But that's not enough. As we can see with Gemini Man, at least on my side. 
Wow. <laughs> you really just said that? Yeah. Wow. I mean, just wow. look at the critics rating. I'm a 25. Wow. At least I went down the middle. <sighs> we're not going to take this again. No, no, we're not. We're not. great. But, you know. I'll it was mediocre. Wow. Um, let's let's continue with Dole Mind is my name. Also, check out our podcast. Maybe they should use that Gemini technology. Man. They should have used that technology to um for for uh Martin Lawrence to make it's it too late. <laughs> hey, never say never. Look at Sonic. They redid that whole thing. Oh yeah, we got to talk about that. <laughs> let's go ahead and wrap this up with a rating. Dole Mind is my name. Yeah, I'll go over our ratings again. The lowest is trash, middle is background noise, and the highest is a banger. How would you rate this movie? I would rate it as a banger. So just straight banger or like high, medium, low? How, how are you going with that? I would I would guess medium, like straight in the middle banger. This is a good film. That's how you do it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I would definitely agree. I have the same rating, uh, yeah. medium banger. Like this, this is a really good movie. I would definitely tell people to go out and see this movie. I mean, it doesn't really take that much. You can just go straight to Netflix or steal somebody else's account and uh, watch it. Either way, you, you'll you enjoy it. Right. There's a lot of funny moments. Um, a very good story. Feel good story. It's definitely rated R. Don't let your kids see it, but they'll probably see it anyway. <laughs> but um, I definitely recommend this movie. Highly. Uh, definitely hit us up on Instagram or Twitter with your thoughts about us and uh, what you would like to hear us talk about. And also subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channel, which is linked in the description of the podcast. Thanks for listening.